Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Marzina Show. Uh, I am your host, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and I'm so happy to be here. Uh, how do I sound? Sound good. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I realized that I was on speaker and not headphones. Uh, I should have picked up on it in our pre-chat, so uh, excuse me. Uh, and um, today we have a very special episode. It's our 200th episode, which, you know, I'll get into my feelings, my thoughts and feelings about uh, that. But uh, before we do that, let me introduce my wonderful and lovely co-host, the one and only Mosaic. How you doing, Mosaic? I'm doing well. How are you? I am excellent. I'm blessed and highly flavored. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, <laughs> and it's been a while since we've uh, had a chance to talk. So, yeah. how are how what you've been up to? I've been working. Just that's about it. Working and you know, help saving the children. <laughs> um, you know, working with married life is is wonderful. <laughs> you know, I haven't really been doing much of anything. Just you know, working on myself. I've been trying to be more selfish these days and focus on self-care, taking care of me first. I'm always taking care of everybody else and just, you know, taking that time to be selfish and be like, no, I can't do anything for you until I do something for myself first. All that right. About it. I love it. I, I mean, uh, kudos to you for being selfish. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, um, I understand exactly what you're saying because, you know, a lot of times, you know, we're sitting there working for everybody else, but we don't put in anything for ourselves. So uh, what they say, self-care is some of the best care you're going to have. So, mm -hmm. yes. So we have, we're fortunate to have two uh, wonderful guests. Um, and we'll start with ladies first. This young lady was one of my past co-hosts for a short period of time uh, on the show. She's a good, dear friend of mine. It's the wonderful Tara Lynn. How are you doing, Tara Lynn? Hey, Kente, I am doing great. I can't believe it's been 200 episodes. This is awesome. I, I know. It's crazy. I, I can't believe it myself. So, uh, But I'm so glad that you are here and uh, chopping it up with us tonight. Me too. Thanks for inviting me. I'm looking forward to it. All right. And this guy, <laughs> I mean, this is my fellow podcast brother. We've done so many shows together. Oh, it's God, the one and man. only, the captain, Captain Olaf Barbosa. How you doing, Olaf? I am doing fantastic and you know uh when you hit me up about the 200 uh show i was like going wow has it really been that many <laughs> it's like that i is, know and you that, were on the, uh, the first yeah it's like i was on the first uh it's like what 99 or 100 <laughs> i know yeah uh, yeah it's like so i'm like that's that's awesome i'm glad it's yeah that you've gotten to the 200 mark uh and just super excited to be here on the show this evening yeah, we're gonna, you know, we'll talk about the past, but we'll also talk about uh, the future, and and of course, you know, what's this show without bringing up a couple of uh, hot topics and getting some of you guys' uh, thoughts on there? And please forgive me. Uh, I know I'm looking off to the side is because uh, uh, accidentally I had the wrong date. I don't know how that happened because I know I put it in right, and um, so some people were kind of confused. So. I, uh, I did get it corrected, but I had to, uh, you know, people asked me to remind them. Uh, 
so I am sending out uh, um, invitations. Uh, so please forgive me. All right. So um, let's just kind of talk about, uh, I want to talk about the origins of, of this program and why it was significant uh, for me uh, as, you know, as a podcaster and as just as somebody who um, uh, really, you know, um, enjoys having these kind of these conversations. And uh, I have to kind of go back in the way back machine. And um, so let's get in. I, sh I should have had some way back machine uh, music. Please forgive mm. me. Uh, what's up, Gary? Uh, in the, we got Renee in the chat room, Stephanie and Gary, and uh, we have more people. So uh, uh, let yourself be known. Uh, thank you so much for uh, for joining us. Uh, all right, so let's get in the way back machine. So uh, as Olaf knows that um, indie radio, we were doing a lot of television show uh, podcasts. Mm -hmm. And um, so we, we started off with Dexter. Me and Josh was doing a podcast about the show Dexter. And then uh, there was a woman that used to be connected with us named Baia. And she said, this is a show called um, um, Walking Dead. Damn, I had to think about the name of the show. <laughs> and uh, so me and her started doing a Walking Dead podcast. And um, eventually we did um, an Orphan Black show. with. Uh, hey, I was, in, I was in that one. Yes, and right, and I was doing a bunch of TV show podcasts, and at the same time, as this was going on, we were doing Hell on Wheels as well. Um, black, at the same black, time, this was black over sales. Black sales. Uh, a decade ago, um, my um, my father was very ill, and um, at the end of his life, and. Um, I really didn't talk about it too much to the people I was doing shows with. Uh, Olaf knew, uh, Yardley knew, who, if Yardley's around, uh, big shout out to Yardley. Um, and, but I really didn't talk about it. I just did the shows and whatnot. And I had this idea for this show, Mars Venus, like maybe a year before. But the original iteration of Mars Venus was a game show. And I was going to do kind of like um, Family Feud, uh, not in, in the way that we would have like a bunch of people uh, pre would pull out a questionnaire and it would be like the, I would have a group of men, a group of women, and they had to kind of guess where the men that answered the questionnaire voted or, you know, about different topics. And um so, you know, it takes a lot of work to put that together, but I was dealing with my father's, you know, uh, you know, he eventually passed away in the end of September, 2013. Um, and um, so I never got around to doing it. And the next year rolled around and I enjoyed doing a TV show podcast, but I wanted something that wasn't like fantasy or, you know, it was like something that was real, like life. So I was itching to do the Mars Venus show, which I had this idea. And I always wanted a, uh, I always wanted a female co-host. I wanted to do the male female dynamic. And I realized it was going to take too long to start doing the game show. 
So I just decided to have a panel, men and women. It was like three men, three women, and that we would just talk about the topics. And I had been on a show before. A friend of mine, uh, who I think Tara Lynn and Olaf probably remembers her. Uh, she was DJ Honey from Second Life. Oh yeah, yeah. And and uh, she called me up. This is uh, earlier. It's 2013. Uh, it was a, a Father's Day. She called me up one day and says, look, I'm producing a podcast and it's about Father's Day. And I like, can you be on as a panelist? And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, so I pop on there and the show starts off, you know, we're talking about Father's Day and the show gets wild. It's like the first 10 minutes was like about Father's Day. Then it's about sex and all of this stuff. I'm talking about like, it was like, out of control and there was this guy on the show and i hope he's listening uh finn uh <laughs> yeah and this is the first introduction to this guy named finn and he was just like talking crazy and wild <laughs> and i was like who's this dude like you know he was just you know and uh so um okay so i was on that show which is so funny that it started out. There's some more stuff I could talk about this show, but I won't. We don't have the time. So then uh, I was, I did another show called Beyond the Note with, before that with, um, with uh, um, DJ Honey, which we were interviewing music, people in music, right? We had the Sugar Hill Gang was on there. We had, uh, you know, it was really good show. And the first show we did, we did a panel discussion about um, does falling in love change the way you view, um, does falling in love change the way you view, uh, uh, love songs, something to that effect. And it was a woman on the show. Her name was a and she was great on the panel. Just awesome. So when it was time to do Mars Venus, I go to DJ honey. I was like, do you remember, uh, that girl? Uh, I can't, she had that weird name. Right, because I could never say her name, Acuminous, at first. Uh, and then she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she put me with her, and I said, hey, would you come on to be on the show called Mars Venus that I'm starting? She said, yeah. Hey, can I um, can I bring a friend of mine on the show, too? Right? And I said, sure. Right? I didn't realize until the, the show start, that show was that Finn guy. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, I remember you. You're that guy that was on that crazy podcast, you know. <laughs> you know, and Finn is awesome person, funny guy. Uh, you know, uh, he's you know wonderful dude, but you know, and he you know uh, he I think he's he's not as uh, crazy Finn anymore. You know, oh Sabrina's in there, so uh, so we did the show. Uh, Acumenus ended up being my co-host, and she was amazing. I wish she could be on the show. She's no longer on the internet. Uh, she she was awesome. I'm kind of giving the oral history of the show in a way, and we had some great shows. You know, then Tara Lynn came in after her and was on the show for a while. Then she couldn't do the show anymore, and then uh, eventually Rasheen came on the show, which I was hoping that she was going to be able to make it, but I, I don't know what's going on there. But uh, 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 oh. 
I see that she's active now. So uh, it says she's seen it. So hopefully she'll come on. So Rasheem comes on the show. We had a great run with Rasheem. Then Rasheem could no longer be on the show. Uh, we didn't fall out or nothing, nothing crazy like that. And then Shannon came on the show. I don't know if you guys remember Shannon. Shannon was on the show. Mm -hmm. Had a great run with Shannon. And uh, then she could no longer be on the show. And then uh, I was talking to uh, Mosaic. And I think about something else. And then we were having this great conversation. I was like, hey, would you be my co-host on the show? Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you about Mosaic. Mosaic is one of those people. I don't know if you know these kind of people who you ever meet somebody and you felt like you've known them forever and you just met them. You know what I mean? Like Mosaic, I think we have a similar background. Uh, I mean, not, you know, she's from Flint. I'm from Los Angeles, but I mean like, you know, um, you know, cultural type thing. And we just had great conversations. And one thing I love about Mosaic is we can disagree with each other, but it ain't no drama. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, it's, it's like we can have, we've been on the opposite ends of, of convert, you know, of, um, I won't say debates, but you know, uh, sides and, you know, she's cool as hell. Like you, you know, cause some people will be, be mad that you just didn't agree with them and they'll, you know, forget him, you know, or forget her, you know? So, um, so Mosaic is now my co-host and I so happy and I feel like we do wonderful shows together and I really, really, uh, love our interactions and she's such a gamer and, um, uh, not gamer, a video gamer, but I mean, uh, you know, to do the shows and I'm just so happy that, that, uh, she is my, uh, co-host. So, uh, that is the brief oral history of Mars Venus. And, um, you know, I, I was going to have clips. Uh, hey, but I, let's just shout out that you stayed with this show for the 200 episodes. I mean, right. us women came and got mm -hmm. and went and you were there the whole time. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the, the thing about Mars Venus is, you know, I was doing a bunch of podcasts. If I didn't start Mars Venus, I probably would have stopped doing podcasts because I was even though we were really successful. Like our shows were doing so was doing very well. Um, I just, you know, after my dad died and all of this stuff, I just didn't feel like doing it. Like, I mean, I was fine once we did the shows, but I kind of lost the luster for it. And then Mars Venus was so much for Olaf can tell you. Remember that the beginning? And and, and Tara Lynn was there too. Oh, yeah. You know, because yeah. Tara Lynn, because we were doing a, um uh simulcast with uh the virtual world second life. Yeah. So, and I was doing, I believe on your property, right? Yeah. Uh, so we had a virtual audience as well. And Tara Lynn was helping me uh, with that as well, uh, doing both. So even though she wasn't on the show, Tara Lynn was, uh, was a big supporter of the show from the, from the jump. And Olaf was there and we were having a oh, ball having a blast. Yeah. Every week we were just, I mean, we were laughing and having a good time. And this is when the show was only audio only. And um, so, you know, it's just been, you know, it's been really remarkable. And I'm so glad that, that I, that, you know, I stuck in and I hung in there and, you know, and we got, we're up to uh, episode 200 and we've had such great 
shows that we've done. We've talked, I mean, from topics from sex, religion, dating. What was uh, one of your favorite show topics? I'm curious. We did a show, and uh, and honestly, I was scared to do it. It was in the second season. Um, <laughs> but I, I had, okay, so I, there's this guy named Ace, a black dude who's a former porn star who's now a stand-up comedian. And and you got to be careful when you um, Google him because <laughs> there's also a, a gay porn star with his name. So you may get his stuff instead of the other guy's stuff. So just you know, just be careful uh, when you Google Ace, the porn star. But um, uh, Dedrick, hey, what's up? Uh, and um, so uh, I was following him because his he, he was so funny. He was talking about his time doing porn. And but it was funny. And it wasn't like, oh, I'm this great dude because I'm going around with all these women. He was talking about just getting embarrassed on sets like you know he was like really having the crew behind him yeah right like he was just funny <laughs> as heck and um so i i followed him and he followed me back so i hit him up and i said would you come on the show right and i i said oh let me do this because i always want to have the male female thing let me find a female ex-porn star oh lord and then we could talk about the industry <laughs> from a male female perspective so uh, um, I got, so this woman, her name is, uh, she went by Sabrina Love, uh, a sister who was a, a BBW porn actress. And it was so funny when I did my research for the uh, show, um, I found that they had done a scene together, right? And uh, it was so funny before the show started. I was like, hey, you know, in the pre-chat, I was like, hey, you guys done it done it did a scene together and he was like yeah yeah i remember and she was like yeah i remember <laughs> oh my god i was like oh it's yeah. like it was like oh you're that guy huh okay yeah and but you know what's so great about that show and it was when we were audio only that that show uh it starts off and it's all like boogie nights in the beginning you know oh yeah we were having a ball right then it got dark <laughs> you know it was like i mean both him and her it was like then they started talking about you know being exploited and all of this stuff and and, and she got real deep about the exploitation part of oh my it, right? goodness and but it was really good and uh shout out to grayson because uh rasheem of all the i'm not rasheem i'm sorry of um uh is she still uh, around, Grayson? Acu, huh? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I just talked to her the other day. Okay. Um, okay. Acu couldn't do the show. That's the one show she missed at the time when she was on the show. Oddly enough, uh, and um, but Grayson was my co-host that night. She po she popped in, and um, funniest question she asked was, uh, "Do you guys get residuals?" <laughs> I knew the answer to that. No. <laughs> oh, they know. Oh. No, hell no, they don't get no residuals. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the shows going down that line, that path that was fascinating to me because I really didn't know it existed was the girl who you could hire to be your girlfriend. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Experience, which was like, I think the next episode, or it was actually around, I think it was, I think I either did that one right before or right after. Yeah. yeah. Where, yeah. Like, I don't, 
Like, I don't think women kind of hire men to be their boyfriends for things. But men seem to a lot more readily hire girls to do that. Yeah. They call those escorts, don't they? Yeah, right. (laughs) You know, just to wrap up the the porn show was, okay, so we did the show. It got, you know, it got real serious, you know. And then I got an email a couple of days later. And by this time, we had done... You know, we were in our second season. We had, I think, like 40 shows or something like that. And a young lady wrote me. It was a sister, BBW sister. And and she said she was li- she was a longtime listener. She had listened from the beginning, but she had never was in a chat room or anything. She just would listen. So you don't even know who's listening to your shows, right? And she said that she was literally about to start doing adult movies she had signed up or whatever and hadn't shot yet and she heard our show and she got she said nope not doing it wow and i and it lets you know like wow that had like a real impact like she said after i heard what she said about being exploited and all of that kind of stuff she she said i will never i don't want i don't want to do it so you know, so that was really, you know, so and that was a show that some people said I was jumping the shark. Maybe I shouldn't do that show, but it, you know, it was a real impact to it. So, you know, that was that was an interesting show. I I thought about doing a part two to it at some point, but because it did very well, uh, it was a it was one of our bigger episodes. But the girlfriend experience too, that was a good. The the um. That was a good one. We did uh, sex magic <laughs> a couple of times. Uh, we did a, a second life uh, show, which was great, uh, where people, you know, learned what goes down in the virtual world, uh, which was really cool. Uh, we've we've done yeah. so many uh, just terrific shows, and I'm you know I'm very proud. I mean, you know, some things, you know, some nights it's like, eh, we, it was okay. But most nights, you know, I'm pretty proud of the the stuff that we've been able to accomplish. So, um, but anyway, that's kind of the oral history of the show. Uh, I can go on and on about what we've done. Just check out our archives. uh, And um, if you haven't, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good stuff uh, there. Okay. So, all right. I've been doing a lot of talking, so I apologize for that. Um, but, uh, what is a Mars Venus episode without talking about different things? And it's been so long since we've done an episode. I have so much that I've just popped in my head. Right. And, uh, I like to get you guys thoughts on certain things. Okay. And, you know, we'll get into some dating stuff. We'll get into, uh, um, a lot of different topics because we can talk about anything on this show. Yeah. Um, can we shout and, out that we're recording this on International Women's Day? Oh, oh yeah, it's okay. International Women's Day. Yeah. Women's oh, Day. Right. I didn't see. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Um, I, I, you know, it's funny. Uh, I'll tell you an, uh, a funny story later on. If you guys remind me um, about a a mix up on a birthday just remind me that if i don't if i don't don't, uh, do that so uh and shout out to all the women's out there (laughs) one time (laughs) so dedrick says um 
Okay. So um, let's kind of, let's talk about our own histories a little bit, you know? So don't worry, it's nothing, nothing that you probably wouldn't want to talk about. Can you guys remember, um, can you guys remember your first boyfriend or girlfriend? I mean, I, I would hope. You could. Yeah. So uh, elementary school, like that, that far back. Uh, first one that you would boyfriend? you would say was serious. Oh. Like, okay. yeah. So you don't have to say any names, but uh, uh, we'll start off with you, Tara Lynn. Uh, uh, tell us about the first boyfriend you ever had. Gosh, now I'm trying to think of like a serious one. You know, <laughs> I wasn't really allowed to date till I was 16. So. All right. Uh, so then 16. Yeah, I uh, that was last year, so oh. uh huh, yeah, uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> I remember I uh really liked this boy who was a senior, mm -hmm. and of course, I couldn't go on a night date with him because my parents would know, so I told him I could go out to lunch with him. And um, I tell you what, my parents, or more like my grandma, had instilled the guilt factor in me, so like the whole time, like we went to lunch, and he was so cute, and I was so excited. But I was like sweating. I was so nervous that someone would see me and I'd get in trouble. Mm -hmm. So I only did it once, but I really liked him. <laughs> aww, aww. Uh, what about you, Mosaic? Can you think of the... Uh... Yeah, um, we actually went to church together. So I uh, met him at uh, church and he was a little older than me. And so we dated for a while and... Then uh, he decided to, you know, try to play me. Aww. <laughs> so well, so. <laughs> but then after that, I met my um, my ex that I was with on and off for like twenty years, who's now oh, wow. my stalker. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember like me because we had we had, like, we had a lot of fun. We used to go out all the time. And then, like, he would pick me up from school and stuff like that and bring me lunch. And <laughs> it was in high school. But it was Aww. cool. We still keep in touch. We still talk every now and then. Oh, that's cool. What about you, Olaf? Can you think? Uh, who was the, your first uh, serious girlfriend? Oh, well, I guess it's like for me, I didn't really, I didn't really have much interest just in 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 girls until high school mm. so i guess it was uh i didn't really start dating until i was in high school and you know i one of it's like one of the girls i dated for a little while in high school went on to be like a runner-up in from miss indiana oh wow so, yeah so and i still see her every once in a while but you know so we dated for a while but i that was, I guess that was probably my first serious uh, dating experience. Mm. And uh, like I said, I, I had we graduated together, and uh, I see her every once in a while. I haven't seen her for a few years, but uh, you know, but it was it was good while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> then I went to I went to college and that kind of stopped the uh, uh, you know it's like we quit dating before I went to college so that hmm. was that was probably my first serious but didn't last long. 
Okay, so um, what about mine? You, was, mine was uh, I was twelve years old, and I had a little girlfriend, and for about a year, and her name was Aisha, like the song. And <laughs> 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 um, it's so funny. Obviously, I was a very, I was a young hormonal. 12 year old boy. Man. So, yes. And now I look back, I probably should call her and apologize. Yes, I had a serious girlfriend at 12. What were y'all doing? Uh, right. I, well, more like what I want, what I was wanting to do. It was more so like that. And she, she thought all that stuff was icky. And uh, I wanted to do stuff that she was uh, not down for. Uh, but um, yeah, I, um, it's funny. I think about it now. I was like, "Oh my god, I was such a pest," uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I was such a pest. Like, uh, uh, but um, yeah, that was so long ago. Um, okay, so uh, there's a reason why I brought this up. Is uh, and you? It's funny. It's interesting, Mosaic. You're married, but there's a there's a um, thing I like to called the ghost of uh it depends on um if it's male or female the ghost of penis pass or the ghost of vagina pass <laughs> and it's if you have someone that you were either in a relationship with or a friends with benefit situation with and then now you've moved on and now you are with someone else but that person is kind of hovering around like, like a ghost or like, you know, uh, some sort of entity. Yeah. And there's so many people that have the ghost of either penis or vagina past. Or mindless hovering. <laughs> Right. Right. And so my question to you guys is, is like, at what point do you get rid of that ghost how do you that's, and, that's well yeah and how do you do you call ghostbusters <laughs> uh, like how, like you know like because at a certain point it's gonna mess up your future i think your romantic future it can be it can do that yeah so, if you allow it to it can you have to set boundaries um you know with my like i said my ex we were on and off for 20 years and so, you know, we have a lot of history together. But um, he moved to Columbus and got him an apartment in December. And it just how happens to be like about a mile down the street from my house. Oh, wow. Which is not the first time this has happened. The last time he lived here, he lived a mile down the street from my house with this girl that he was talking to. But it was only using her so he can be closer to me. Wow. So, <laughs> you know, um, I think like with me and Steve, we'll always be friends, always. So like, I use him to my advantage. Like my dad, he's a um, a general contractor. My dad needs a new floor in the kitchen, put it in. <laughs> my dad needs a ceiling fan put up. He puts the ceiling fan up. You know, so um, lately <laughs> I actually have a genuine. I actually have a legit stalker right now. Um, there's a kid at um, my job. He's like. 21 but um he needs housing but he started sending me texts like what he wanted to do to my body sexually 
And so I told him, like, hey, like, you need to chill out. You know, That's like, this ain't, this, is going, this ain't going to go well for you. Um, and he's like, he called himself apologizing, like I was inappropriate. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then <clears throat> in his apology, he says, I hope I can get all the things that I really need. And he puts the eggplant at the end. <laughs> so oh, then he wow. started showing up to my job like um before I got to work so he can meet me there. Uh-huh. And um and I basically so I was like, okay, he's working on getting banned from coming to the shop. But then he sent me a video of him jerking himself. Oh and my so god, like, wow. That's the final straw. Like you are not allowed on property. And so I had to make that phone call because you know, he was three minutes up the street. You know, oh, so yeah. yeah, so now like like it comes in handy. That's why you have to, I like I keep boundaries because my husband's not for it. So you know, like it's in this the case. Like I was like, hey, look, um, I got the creepy dude. Keep come around here. Like <laughs> he like, oh, don't worry, I'll take care of him. He won't come back. Like he came today, and I let him know he couldn't come. But like he's been already been encountered him already. Like hey. Because wow. he, he's trying to find excuses to come to this to my um, office. But, yeah, like, I mean, it has its, its benefits, it has its cons, that's for sure. Um, you know, you just have to have those solid boundaries. And, like, we're very, very good friends. We've been friends for 25 years now, um, almost 26. So it's hard to kind of, like, leave something like that. Like, when you're, like, we're, we're genuinely, like, best friends almost. And it's like, you no, know, he's still a man, though. I have to be like, Mm-mm, sir, no, it's not happening. But, <laughs> mm. but you know, you can it can work, but it just everybody's situation is different. I know some people that cannot absolutely do it, and I respect that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but mine's a little different. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> man, I mean, <laughs> backyard because that's what's happening next. He's gonna build a chicken coop. So yeah, build my chicken coop for me and get my um <laughs> together. Yes, make yourself useful. You want to see me? <laughs> wow, that's crazy, man. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, wow. Um, dang. Uh, what about you, Tara Lynn? Uh, <laughs> what do you think about uh that hovering ghost of pat of the past? Just you know, you what? Know, do you, how do you get rid of it? Yeah, I think I. I mean, for me. I had a couple of those, but having the open conversation of being honest with the person worked for me. It didn't end up in a stalker situation because, gosh, I feel bad for you in that situation. Um, But literally saying, you know, I've moved on and told them how much I liked the other person so that they knew there wasn't any, you know, I wasn't coming back to them kind of a thing. Um, but you know, it's interesting. I'm friends kind of like you and your 20 year man. I'm friends with all my exes pretty much. I can't think of an ex that I wasn't, I didn't end it in a way, even though there might've been some uncomfortableness at the beginning, we ended up being friends. Mm. I only have one I want to kill. Olaf has a really uh, interesting story because Olaf is best friends with his ex-wife 
And um, I think that you guys live together too, right now, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about. The, not, I'm not talking about they got divorced and stayed with in. The, like, how long was it in between you guys living together and then reliving together? Uh, it's like, well, been divorced for sixteen years, <laughs> seventeen, sixteen or seventeen years. We were married for twelve. <laughs> been as like got divorced. And let's see, she's been, uh, she was having problems with her house and she asked me, and at the time I was remodeling my house <laughs> and she said, um, if, uh, you know, if I help you, if I sell my house and help you pay for some of the remodeling, can I move in? I never <laughs> actually said yes. I never actually said no, but mm -hmm. she's, she, she's been here. Two years, three years, I don't know. <laughs> oh, wow. Two or three years. So. Yeah, I, I live with my ex. <laughs> but we're still friends. I mean, it's, you know, and, you know, we got, I said, I've got two kids. It's like two kids, two daughters, and then I have uh, two grandsons and, and a granddaughter. So uh, they come over and hang out with Nana and Grandpa every once in a while. So. <laughs> uh, Wow. Yeah, but yeah, so you know, I guess it's been shoot, I guess it's been three years that she's that we shared a house. We didn't share a house for you know for 15 years, and it's like now it's been about three, I guess. And it worked out, it did actually, it has worked out. Uh, you know, it's like uh, well, not last year, but um. It's like year before, I guess, uh, it worked out on, in my favor, her being here. Uh, I wound up in the hospital for a month and a half. Uh, I had, oh, I had, uh, open heart surgery. I had a, a six way bypass done. So, uh, and, you know, of course, you know, uh, I had my cat in the house and everything like that. I was gone for a month and a half. So she took care of everything and, um, I don't remember much about the hospital, but I'm pretty sure she came to check on me, you know, each day and make sure that the doctors and nurses were doing what they were supposed to be doing. So, <clears throat> like, so even though it's like, yeah, even though we're, you know, not a couple, and that's that's the big thing. People are like, oh yeah, you got your ex living with you. I'm like, no, there, there's there's nothing going on between us. You know, right. it's strictly platonic. You know, platonic. Ain't nothing going on but the rent. Ain't nothing. <laughs> Ain't nothing going on but the rent. So sometimes it's better that way. Sometimes you're better friends than you are as lovers, and you probably should have never crossed that that threshold. You know. Right. Well, right. and see, the other part of it is, you know, I don't care if she gets mad at me or not because we're not married and we're not dating. I'm not married to her, so she gets mad at me. Oh well. <laughs> she can't put you on the couch now. No. By <laughs> God, I got my own. It's my couch. It's, yeah, it's my couch. You can't put me on there. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, wow. Okay. All right. And, so, another thing. You know, oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say, you know, she's actually been on uh, some of the shows a couple of times. Uh, well, uh, she was on she was on Mars Venus once. Remember, yep. you, did, you did the thing about the couples or, you know, divorced. Divorce, yeah. Divorce couples are like, all right, <laughs> like we can do this. 
So she was actually on one of the Mars Venus shows. That was yeah, that was so cool too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So an- another thing too is, and we've talked about this before on on this show, but I kind of want to get you guys take on this. Is I'm from the old school. I'm from the old. I'm gonna show you how old school I am. I'm from the school that burnt down, and then they put up the old school there, right? <laughs> so. I say that to say this. When I was coming up, you met people face to face. Right? Right. You you know, you get numbers at the mall, you know, when you were like you know, when you were young, you know. Uh you go, you know, and, and whatnot. Well, it seems like these days, uh, they call it um, I think what they call it, um, in the field. <laughs> That's what they call it in the field. Uh, it, it, it seems like it's not happening much more. Like just walking up to a woman, getting her number, and then things starting from there. Right? Right. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm not saying it, it's zero. I'm just saying it, it's not like it was when we came up. Right? Right. So, us dinosaurs who <laughs> still want to do things the old way in the field they have what they claim they call are okay you could be in the field you can ask a girl for a number but there's some places that are inappropriate to try to get someone's number now y'all can say whatever i don't feel like almost any place is inappropriate that's me I know the women are probably not going to agree, but I think I feel like wherever you can get it, you get it, bro. Right? Yeah. So I'm going to ask our lovely panel. Some I'm going to throw out some places, and you tell me appropriate or inappropriate for I will say for a guy to, you know, because we are the pursuers, right? When women are with their kids. Uh, okay, that's what um, Stephanie says in the chat. When women are with their kids, it depends. It depends. <laughs> it depends. Uh, honestly, yeah. I'm, I would be less inclined to do that. But if the situation presents itself and I'm single, you know, might go there. Could happen. Mm-hmm. Not ideal, though. Not ideal. Okay. All right. So let me let's start off with one that I hear all the time in the gym. I keep hearing that that's inappropriate. Uh, we'll start off with you, Tara Lynn. Do you think it's inappropriate for a guy to try to get your number in the gym? Oh, Tara Lynn, you're on mute. Well, I think that's her answer. I guess. She might have stepped away. Okay. Yeah. I did all that great setup and then boom. All right. What about you, Mosaic? Do you think it's inappropriate for a guy to try to get your number at the gym? Um, I guess it depends where in the gym you are. <laughs> like, don't be trying to like come in like if you come in through the family side or something like that and you like, I just want to get your nothing out or you know, like 
trying to holler at me while I'm in the sauna or something like that. Like, if you're, like, in passing or something, maybe you see me uh-huh. on the treadmill. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, there's not really a big deal. Why, why uh, uh, you go, hey, can you spot me? And then while he's spotting you, he's like, hey, so uh, <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> I am kind of, I'm really self-conscious about that. Like, I don't want just anybody, like, coming. Like, some dudes try to, like, come up on you. Like, they were like, oh, no, you got to do it this way. Be like, wait a minute, uh, sir, don't, don't touch me. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, don't spot me either because get your balls up over my head. Like, no. no. <laughs> so I'm really excited about stuff like that. There's some things I won't probably do in the gym unless my husband's there. <laughs> right. Right. What, what about you, Olaf? You think it's wrong for a guy to, to uh, <clears throat> in the gym? No, not I, again. It's uh, there's already it's like uh, it was already said. In other words. Depends on where you're at in the gym. You know, if you're sitting on the, uh, it's like on the, you're on the <laughs> stairmaster or something, and you're working out like crazy. Yeah, don't walk up and go, hey, <clears throat> you know, don't walk up and go, hell, are you doing? And try to get numbers and stuff like that. But you know, after you know, maybe yeah, it's like after they get done with the, if you get done with your workout at the same time and you happen to be walking out, or you know, or if there's a you know, a, a juice bar or something there. And you, I, I don't know. I haven't been to the gym in years. So uh, I think some of them have like drinks or something that you, you know, water or, you know, some sort of a juice bar or something. You go, yeah, if they're up there, not actually doing a workout, you know. And yeah, the whole, like you said, don't try to, don't try to spot them. You know, unless they ask, say, "Hey, can you, can you spot me?" Sure. And then, oh, I spotted you, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've oh, already spotted oh, you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 that's 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 where you go with the. That's where you drop the voice a little bit. It's like, oh yeah, I spotted you when I came in the door. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's a great place to uh, meet someone because you both work out, so <coughs> you have something in common. So, uh, I, but I, I think there are times probably where it's less advantageous for you to do it. But uh, yeah, um, you know, and it, you, you do definitely need to be careful how you do it. But, uh, but um, inherently wrong, I don't think it is. Me personally, no, I, 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 tend, I, I agree. In other words. In the right place in the gym, yeah. And, uh, but I don't see anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Tara Lynn, do we have you back? If you are, come off mute. Okay. All right. So we don't have Tara Lynn back. She, All right. She's, so, probably, she's probably looking at it going, button, button. Where the hell's the button? I can't find it. No. Oh, yeah. It's the mic. <laughs> it's the, the mic. Um, okay. So, um, all right. Another place that. Um, <clears throat> questionable is in in church uh some people say i'm there just to pray get my prey on and some people say that that's not it you shouldn't be there looking looking for love which i think is silly because yeah that's you know like-minded people and all of that kind of stuff so uh we'll start off with you olaf is is the church 
you think is fine to uh, pick up at the church? Absolutely. In other words, and, and a lot of the, like you say, us dinosaurs uh, and our parents were like, well, if you want to meet a nice, you want to meet a nice girl, go to the, you know, go, go to church. Or you want to meet a freak too, go to church. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> but you, you want them. But, you know, that's the, in other words, of old school, uh, old, you know, is like, yeah, you want to meet a nice girl, go to church. So, yeah, I, uh, I don't have, uh, it's like no, no qualms about, you know, meeting somebody at church. You know what you do? You walk up to her and say, you know what I prayed for? <laughs> it's your number. <laughs> what, what about you, Mosaic? Uh, is the church? There's nothing wrong with meeting people at church. Like I said, I met my first boyfriend at church. His mom and my um, grandma were like really good friends. So, you know, there's a, you know, a lot of little church running. And I used to be a youth leader in church. So, you know, it's all kind of uh, relationships happening in, in the church. You see stuff happen all the time. So there's that is not a that's actually a pretty good place to meet people. I, you know, I just say stay away from drummers and ladies. Don't say drummers. Don't stare at me to try to get the number during the sermon. Uh, hilarious. Um, all right. Now let's stay with church. But what about? At a funeral, is it is it wrong to get a number at a funeral? Now, if we in the fellowship hall and the funeral's over, yeah. But if you if I'm like grieving, don't try to come to me and ask me to get my number. I might slap you, like, <laughs> <laughs> like anybody like depends on the situation, like. But yeah. If, what if you're like at the final view, you know, you're standing over and he, he leans over and says, you know, this proves that me and you should hook up because life is short. <laughs> I probably, yeah, I, the way my, my, yeah, I wouldn't, that would be, I would not be receptive to that at all. I might <clears throat> punch you, but like, get away from me. <laughs> uh, what about you, Olaf? Would you, uh, are you against yeah, I, I, no, I don't think myself. I wouldn't, you know, try to make, try to make time at a at a funeral. <laughs> Just, I mean, I know there's people that do, and they, oh yeah, man, that's the perfect place to pick, pick up a girl. And I'm like, mm, yeah, no, mm -hmm. I, I don't think it's, I don't think that's the right place. But that's just me. Yeah, I would. I mean. It, as long as I'm single, I, a funeral is not off grounds for me. Uh, <laughs> you're starting to see a theme. Uh, you know, I mean, look, you that's how you uh, you realize life is short. So you, in the words of Yardley, I, I believe he said that. Uh, he said, uh, you know, go ahead and, and, and do it, all right? So uh, I'm good with a funeral. Yeah. Now, you know, one... I've heard, and I'm curious to see, Mosaic, what you thought. Now, obviously, you got to think about single Mosaic. Now, of course, no place is appropriate to hit on you, but because um, you're a married woman. But um, people hit on me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they're they're wrong for that. But, um, but they don't. <laughs> oh, okay. The ones that don't know. Okay. But I heard some women say 
the gas station is a bad place. The gas station is a uh happens often. But if mm -hmm. like being in Ohio, there's a, these people are a little different down here. Mm -hmm. But back home in Michigan, um, I don't care if I'm going to the gas station or I can be at the taco house, like getting my Flint foods and stuff like that. It never fails. Some guy is going to try to talk to me. And and then it's like and a lot of times they're twenty five to 20 to like 30 oh wow and so and like yeah and so the last time i was home i went to get tacos and so i went came out i was um waiting for my food to be done because i was sitting in the car and uh your boy just come over he was like <laughs> like how you doing i said i'm fine how are you he was like you got a man i was like yeah i'm married actually he was like you need a boyfriend <laughs> I was, like, uh, <laughs> I was like, first of all, how old are you? He's like, oh, I'm 26. I was like, you are too young. To my age, ain't nothing but a number. Like, like, and he was on me like hard. I was like, <laughs> this dude. I was, I was cracking up, but it's uh, like, but, but then, like, I can't really talk about my husband is 10 years younger than me, so mm. you know. But young guys do come for me, and it'd be so funny because lately it's been young guys, Mexicans. And of course, Africans always do. But <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, what What about you, uh, Olaf? Uh, is the gas station a bad place? No. No, it's right, not. Yeah. Like, no, it's not. Because I mean, you're standing there for several minutes putting gas in your car, and she's putting gas in her car, and yeah. you know it, she gets to see what kind of car you got right off the bat. Right. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. it. Yep, that's like that. Uh, see what kind of car she drives, how she and how she takes care of her car and stuff. But, uh, you know, nothing wrong with the gas station because you're down there, but nothing to do for five minutes or so or ten. Mm -hmm. You know, just stand there waiting for the tank to fill. Now I no. did see Stephanie said that you know you might be like a random bum or something like that. Now I'm <laughs> trying to the I ain't trying to hear from the guy that's standing at the door. On the yeah. side of the door, because I didn't see you up there for about five, ten minutes, probably asking people for money. Like, no, nah. like you have to be somebody in a car, getting out of a car, or something like that. Yeah, is that, no, I was asking for money so I can take you out. Spot me five dollars, and we go and we go over to White Castle. <laughs> Girl, I, I, in Michigan, you know, people don't stay at the at, um, hangout at the gas station now. It, you know, you see somebody at the gas station, they probably and they hanging out up there, they probably selling dope. Uh, or right. they are begging. so yeah, I don't want them either. I didn't already have my run with the dope boys. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is probably going to be inappropriate, even I might agree. What if the person actually is intertwined in your life? Like he okay, the pool guy, or <laughs> I can't even get this one out. Uh, we're talking about women, right? Um, what if he's a you know, I don't know, your gynecologist, <laughs> and he's like, uh, you know, he's doing his um thing. And he goes, hey, you know, what are you doing Friday? 
you know what? Man, that's awkward. That's awkward. I could not. I would be like, first of all, that's why I don't have a male gynecologist because I feel it's, you know, and gynecology is a male dominated field. Right. And I feel like they're all a bunch of freaks. Um, so, like, even my, so my doctor, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so my doctor, when I was, I was like, when it's after I had my weight loss surgery uh-huh. and I was still actively losing weight, and he was like, well, you know, well, you can get, um, you know, when you get your um, extra skin removed or whatever, he was mm-hmm. like, you can have like fat transfer from like mm-hmm. your stomach to your butt. And I was like, Dr. Davis, like, wait a minute. Like, mm. is you looking at my ass? Oh, wow. <laughs> so that crosses my mind. But a man is a man is a man is a man. So I, you know, but I wouldn't necessarily um, like if the doctor was like, if I was attracted to a doctor, I'd be like, ooh, I, I probably couldn't be your patient. Right, right. What if like what if it's your, your what if your pastor's single and he's like he makes his move? No, that's different. Like if the pastor is single, you right. know, you know, but you, you know, something like that. I I might, you know, I might consider that, you know, it's depending like, on, you depending know, on whatever. depending on if he's got game or not. Uh, not necessarily <laughs> if he has game, but I have to like you. I got to yeah. like so, you know, I got to, you know, necessarily, it just depends on, because, like, and you think about stuff like that, do I really want to date the the pastor? That comes with a lot. Like, I work, oh, um, yeah. I worked in the background of the church. I was an armor bearer, so I be knowing, like, all the drama and all, and, like, you know, you, you think about stuff like that, be like, do I really want to be a first lady if I ever get married? Like, mm-mm. Like, yeah, that, that comes with a lot. So, yeah. you know, I, but I would consider it. Mm. Ooh, you know what? Yeah, hope please don't be a church queen. I know a couple of them. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I'm. I mean, I, I always wonder too how you navigate that. Like, if you're the pastor of a church, and then, um, you know, uh, I mean, obviously some guys don't care. They just like they out there. They could be married or not married, and they they act like they single. Um, but you know, it's like, do you is it is it appropriate for a pastor to hit on one of his um his flock? Like you know, uh, and he's single. Like I said, he's single, ready to mingle, and all that stuff. Um, should he should he use that as his dating pool, or should he just say, you know what, nobody from my church, I'm gonna you know. And I think that's absolutely do not use it as your dating pool because you're gonna have a bunch of bad people. Right. You know, women make up uh, a majority of the church. And so, like, I've seen where people, there's pastors that have been known to be, you know, whores around the town. They got a whole congregation full of their women and his wife is on the front row. So you're like, you know, you don't want to do that. But I have a rule that you don't date nobody go to work with, school with, church with, live across the street from next door to. You just don't do it because when it ends, it ends bad. Badly, yeah. And so, yeah, you just, you should, there there needs to be some discretion. So even if I was to date a pastor, he probably would have to be at a different church. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they, um, yeah, that, that, that's probably not a good idea. I remember a girl I was friends with, I was interested in. And, um. She said, you know, I don't date my friends. And I said, well, let's be enemies. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't work. It, it, it did not work. But, uh, you know, I digress. All right. 
Okay, so uh, yeah, that, that kind of wraps up that little segment. All right, so um, there's a couple of things I, de I definitely want to get to before we say goodbye. And basically what we wanted to do was just... Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I just wanted to, to thank everyone who's always supported this show um, and thank all the people that participated in the program. I don't know what happened to Tara Lynn. Uh, I, I texted her, uh, but hopefully she's, uh, everything's okay. Um, on her end. Um, but I wanted to, you know, really take this as an opportunity to thank people who who helped out. And this year, we're going to do a bunch of new shows. We're not going to be on next week, but the following week, we'll be on on Monday, 6 p.m. Uh, all, all new episodes, uh, great topics as always. And I'm looking forward to, to all of that. Um, you know, you know, like I said, it's been 200 episodes of, you know, great topics. Uh, some of the stuff that we've done, you know, uh, one thing I always wanted to do was do shows that you could listen to. Like they wouldn't feel dated, you know what I mean? So like if you do a show about just dating you know, that will always, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if the show was done in 2018, it's still relevant today, right? Right. And I always wanted to do those shows. And one thing I didn't want to do was, like, what's going on in the world topic type stuff. Um, and my first co-host, she always wanted to do what was in the, in the news. And I just didn't want to do it. And then one day, to prove of my point... I don't know if you guys remember, there was that situation when Jay-Z got in that fight with uh, Solange in the elevator. Mm -hmm. And she wanted to talk about it. She said, we got to talk about it. So I said, okay, we'll do it. And that was one of our worst shows, right? Because it wasn't, you know, we were just like, no one really had a real opinion about it. They was like, I don't know. I mean, they, you know, and then I was just like, see, I don't, <laughs> you know, it was like, I just felt like, you know, okay, it happened. Who cares? You know, like, I mean, it was, you know, you seen the little videos, you know, I, to this day, I, we, I don't even know if it's ever been said why that happened or not, but, you know, I just didn't really want to do shows like that, that were about a specific time, you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, this was, uh, unfortunately before I knew, uh, Stephanie, uh, but, um, you know, oh yeah, she's, I forget, Stephanie's from Houston, so, um, but, um, yeah, that, that show really didn't do well, because that wasn't really, like, what we did, you know, but, um, you know, I, we, of course, I did my best on the show to, to try to make it into something, but it, it just didn't, it didn't pop off, and she was like, all right, you win, we won't do those, <laughs> you know, those topic shows like that, you know, and, um, and I'm 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 really happy that that we uh, we've done what we've done, you know, over these last so many years. So, um, like I said, I, uh, I don't know what happened with uh, Tara Lynn. Hopefully, that she's good. Um, so, uh, I'll be hitting you guys up about uh, about um, coming on the show because you know we always need panelists. 
So anybody out there who needs to be a panelist this year, let me know and we'll put you on. Um, she says, the craziest show to me was the sex therapist lady and who that has sex with her client. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I remember her. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was very interesting. Um, and uh, I remember I made a joke like, I made a joke like, oh, you know, I need uh, therapy. You know, this like, was like a joke. And she was like, okay, yeah, you know, we can put you on, on the schedule. I was like, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, you know. And, um, oh, yeah. And um, Alan Roger Curry, who's deceased. I don't know if Stephanie knows that. Alan Roger Curry died, um, who used to be on our show all the time. He, uh, he died um, a few months ago, and which was interesting because this guy got married, had a kid. And totally kind of went against what he was known for, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He died. He he died. Uh, I don't know why he died. I don't know what it was, but he did die. Um, Alan Roger Curry, um, who was a, a frequent guest on our show, all the time. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, he got married. Uh, oh, wait, is the damn? She said the damn is more that he got married. Yeah, he got married, had a, a beautiful son, um, and. You know, because he was like, Alan Roger Curry was always about, you know, sleeping with as many women as possible and all of this kind of stuff. And, um, but he fell in love, got married. And then uh, he was not married that long. They had a child and it was, you know, beautiful child. And, um, and he was, she was a much younger woman. He was in his mid fifties, I believe. And I believe she was like 28 or something like that. And, um, you know, it was really sad. And then all of a sudden it was like, he was dead. And I don't know why he died. Um, uh, I didn't really want to look into it. I'm not one of those people that got to know all the details about someone's death. How'd he die? Right, you know. <laughs> uh, he said, well, I knew she would be young. Yo, yeah, for sure. And she's a very beautiful woman. Um, and um, yeah. Like, you know what's funny is when somebody's like 90 something and then you'll be like, um, you know, you'll be like, Jackie passed away and they'll be like how I'm like well she was hang gliding and it was a terrible accident like, what the fuck do you mean? how she's, 90. <laughs> she's nine she's almost a hundred yeah, why are you asking me <laughs> she was old that's why she died yeah I mean if it was something like you know a grizzly bear ate her or something uh then I would um then of course I would Said, I would have led with, you know, a grizzly bear at Jackie, you know. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, That's horrible. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. You know, a couple of uh, a couple of people have died um, that's been on our show. Um, there was a woman, most of you guys won't know her, but uh, Tara Lynn and Olaf might. There was a woman... Um, her name was Brandy Maltis, and um, she was from Second Life. Mm -hmm. I forgot what her name was. She used to, she there was a a singer that she managed named Mankind Tracer. I don't know if you remember him, and she was his manager, and she died, uh, mm -hmm. a, um, a, a few years ago. Um, name sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She she passed away. She was a regular. She came on our show quite a bit. Actually, me and her had a falling out. Um. 
<laughs> which I won't go into. Uh, so we weren't on good terms when she passed, which was, you know, it was quite, quite sad, but it's still sad, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. I didn't wish death on her, you know, right. That. But, um, yeah, she passed away. Um, I, I should have probably made an in memoriam of all the people who, who have Ken White, who, um, Ken yeah, White was, was, uh, he, he had been on the show before Ken White right. ran, um, uh, a website called the movies underground which um, my uh, show Spotlight was through and the Machinima community, and he passed away. Right. I remember uh, Ken. Yeah. So uh, Ken passed away. It's, it's quite a bit of people who passed away. So, mm. um, uh, and I should have written them down, so my bad. I guess I, I was ill-prepared for the show tonight. But um, there's so much things I, I, I could talk about, and um, I'll save them for pre, uh, future shows. But I just really wanted to thank, use this to thank people, kind of give a little oral history and thank you guys, um, Olaf and Tara Lynn and Mosaic for being, uh, you know, part of the show. And of course, Stephanie in the chat room, Dedrick uh, and um, all the other people that are listening, but not saying anything. I really want to um, thank you guys for for uh, being supporters uh, on this program. And um, Tara Lynn, are you there? Okay. Well, no. now I'd, I'd like to put out there that, you know, we'd like to thank, you know, I'd like to thank you for allowing me to be a part of this when it started out. Cause it's been a, it's been a blast. I love doing the shows oh. and, you know, uh, like I said, you and I go way, go way back. And uh, it's like in all the different shows that we were, have done together. I mean, I want to thank you to uh, like for allowing me to be part of them. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, man, I, I miss doing shows with you. Yeah. You know, like we, we used to do like several shows a week, you know, and um, we got to get back to uh, doing more stuff. That's like, and, yeah. Were, uh, oh, cool. cool. Dedrick, I'm going to reach out to you, Dad, about coming on. You and your brother. I got to uh, chop it up with your bro, too. Yeah. But um, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Oh, that. Oh, oh, thank you. Danny is in in the chat as well. And uh, it's funny, it's not coming up on the screen. But um, but uh, Sean G is a. Uh, uh, it's funny, it's not coming up where I can put it on the screen. But Sean G uh, is in the chat as well. Oh, uh -huh. so, uh, yeah. Oh, and Dan I, I believe Danny was on a podcast tonight. So. Uh, yeah, you know, and so you know, we love Danny. We got to get Danny back on as well. Stephanie got to come on as well. Um, but um, uh, I, I think one thing I want to say too: some of the topics I want to do this year, um, and obviously Mosaic, if you have any uh, ideas, please share with the class. Um, I want to do a show on. Um, I think it's really important, especially during the pandemic. It became even bigger. I want to do it before the pandemic was um, a show on um, homeschooling because, you know, I think miseducation is worse at times than no education, you know, because mm -hmm. if you're miseducated, you know, I'd rather you be a blank slate than a messed up, you know, <laughs> Kansas, you know, so uh, that's a, 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 a show I wanted to do. I want to do another poetry show. Um, 
you know, because I enjoy, I always enjoy the poetry show. Uh, we got to do another nerd show because the nerd shows always do do very well. Oh, you know what? I never got to the, uh, you did the Thundercats, right? I went to see Thundercat. Mm -hmm. Right. So we, um, yeah. we never talked about it. Something we were on. Yeah. I had my Thundercat dress on. It was so cute. Is it on Instagram? Um, yeah, I had his whole face printed on a on a dress. Um, oh, his wow. whole, like one of his pictures, it's um, it's his it's his body. So and it's on the front and the back. I was the only one who had on anything like it, and I had my kitty cat ears on, and I didn't get to meet him because that was my goal. But he stopped coming out um into uh, to meet people after the pandemic. Um, mm -hmm. but his staff was like stoked. They were like, Oh my God. Like they, <laughs> so they took pictures of me and stuff like that. And I was like, that was dope. But um, I'm going to get to meet Thundercat. You know, that's, that's one of my uh, celebrity baby daddies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, I, it was dope. I had such a good time. All right. Okay. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, because I remember there was a big builder, but we, we didn't do any shows after that. So, um, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, okay, that's cool. Um, and like I see, uh, everybody's in the chat right now. Um, and uh, Olaf, uh, let's start off with you. How can we get you in social media and all that good stuff? Well, let me ask you this Do you have, do you have my tagline ready? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Let's see if it'll work. Okay. <clears throat> well, it's like, uh, it's like you can, it's like you can, uh, follow me on, uh, Facebook, but at Olaf Barbosa, as I always say, don't follow too close because I do get nervous and I do have an itchy trigger finger. <laughs> there it is. Hey, hey, wait, wait. <laughs> Hey, I wasn't sure if you guys were gonna hear it. Like, <laughs> wait, 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 did you hear this one? <laughs> so, Birdman, for you guys, uh, how can we get you, uh, Mosaic? Well, you can find me on um, most platforms at Mosaic Star, Instagram, Twitter, or you uh, at Mosaic on Twitter, but um, also Clubhouse at Mosaic Star. All right, I haven't been on Clubhouse. Like, I'll just be lurking on Clubhouse. Like, I'll go I and certain people. Yeah. I don't really. The, yeah. the, the Clubhouse streets be ghetto. Yeah, yeah, and then in some rooms, some rooms are so closed. Like, you know, it's like if you haven't been there for the last eight months or whatever, you don't. They don't even really let you be a part of it sometimes mm -hmm. um which is you like they're probably more than likely yeah because sometimes they'll be like talking crazy and then you'll be like you want to go on there and say something you know like yeah. but then but then yeah it's probably best that it doesn't happen that way so I, I'll, I'll tell you this i'll tell you this one time uh i was in clubhouse and i didn't know there's these rooms called roast rooms and I didn't know I went into one because it didn't say roast room. And when I go, I went in there and then they dragged me up and then they just start roasting me. <laughs> right. They're like talking about, you know, because these were younger guys. So, of course, they went to you look old and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, so it, I was kind of taken aback at first. 
And then I just let off on this dude. Cause where I'm from, we roasted 24-7. I got a <laughs> PhD master's degree in roasting, and I obliterated this fool. It was so bad where he he kicked me and blind, blocked me from the room. <laughs> I was killing him. I was killing him. Somebody and, tried to roast me, and I uh -huh. had, I, made, I made that dude so mad because I remember certain things because he been in rooms that I've been in. I remember certain uh -huh. things about you. And he tried to say like, "Oh, it's like you said." Like I'm like, "Okay, try again, sir. Like try again. We all we all can see that." Uh, mm -hmm. Then he said like, "Oh, you had no gear." And I was like, "Well, you know what? You know what I did have a daddy." And it was like, "Oh, oh, my God. oh. <laughs> it was like, oh yeah." The guy said to me, the juggler, do not come for me." Every time he would say something, I would just use it back on him, and he he messed up because he said, "You look like you." old enough to be my daddy. And I said, I am your daddy. I said, I'm, I'm, I said, I'm gonna stop being an asshole and come see your mom tonight. <laughs> I was like, dummy, you set me up for the joke, you idiot. <laughs> right, they don't know how to cap for real. Not for yeah, real. I was like, I mean, you gave me a layup. <laughs> I said, I am your daddy. <laughs> and you know, then, you, then he you, said, yeah, you throw it out there and you expect me not to take it. It's not going to happen. Then, then he said something about, oh, you're from L.A., I see. I'm from L.A. I'm from such and such Crips or whatever. Why don't you come to my neighborhood and I'll F you up and all of this stuff. And I said, uh, I said, I don't go to the, I, I said, I don't go to poor neighborhoods. I live in, <laughs> I live in a very upscale neighborhood. You couldn't even get into my neighborhood with your broke ass. <laughs> I said, you come here. If you can make it in into here, you get you get fucked up. So <laughs> you know. So yeah, it was like he he just and it was so funny. So he blocked me right, and then I went away for about an hour, and I came back, and I was in a whole other room that had nothing to do with it. And I go in this room, and then they were like. They didn't know me, these people. They were like, hey, your name is Kente. Were you the guy that roasted such and such? Because I guess he was famous for roasting people. The word that got around is some guy named Kente had roasted this famous roaster and killed him. He said, like, I heard that you obliterated that guy. I was like, wow. I was like, I was like yeah, I did. And they was like, man, nobody's good. I said, he's your best? He's no, your champion? No. No. I said, that's your champion? I'm like, man, I could take over these these uh, clubhouse streets. But, you know, yeah. it's always a guy that tries to come for, like, me or something like, like mm -hmm. you know, to try to come for a woman, try to roast her. And right. then when they get a woman that can roast back, they cannot handle it. Like, I didn't, yeah, like, exactly. they, they want to beat me up. They want to fight me. I'm like, whatever. You know, I'm like, if you can't take it, don't, don't if you can't, if you condition, you can't take it, stay your ass out the kitchen. Because I am coming for you. I will dig deep back into your uh, Instagram history and just light your ass up. Do <laughs> not. <laughs> not maybe, funny. Maybe, not uh, <laughs> maybe um, Danny and Stephanie remembers back in the Blab days, they would have like a bunch of comedians just riffing and stuff. And sometimes I would, I would get in, get in on that. And, uh, uh, and I did pretty well on in, in those rooms too, you know. Uh it's so funny too though, because comedians 
are funny. Like if you if they don't see you as a comedian, sometimes they just be hating. If you're especially if you're getting laughs, they'll be like they'll be you know Danny knows sometimes comedians can be such haters. You know if you're not part of the tribe in their in their mind. You know. So, uh, but um, yeah, those those were fun days, man. And like I said, I love the roast. Like I'm like this. I won't start, but I sure will finish. I, mm. you know, and and I'm like I've heard every put down ever, so nothing bothers me. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not gonna make me, you know. And, and especially if you start making up shit that I know is not true. Why am I going to get mad at something that's not true? It's like, right. You know, if if you try to call me homosexual or you try to say this, I know I'm not, you know, so how are you going to make me upset? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that those things don't stick. So, so you're, you'll never get anything that'll stick. And I will say, you know, once you cross the line, I believe me, I, I will live on the other side of the line. And I will say shit. That, I will say shit that you will say is uh, is not right. So you know that's why I, I try not to go there with people because I'm pretty evil. So uh, <laughs> you know, Darn so, you know, I I shouldn't even say this. Maybe I should say this off camera. I got in trouble on a podcast I was a guest on. Uh, I probably shouldn't say it on the air. I'm, I'm not gonna say it on air. But uh, uh, I'll say it when when everything stops. But uh, because of that reason, so um, and it was kind of recent. Uh, but anyway, all right. Uh, you can get me at Kente F on um, Twitter, Kente Ferguson on Instagram. Uh, we won't be back next week, but in uh, the following week after that, we'll be back with all new episodes. And I'll be reaching out to people to, to have you guys on as guests, and we'll have some new people. So, uh, yeah, we're going to leave you hanging. Yeah. Cause I, I, cause they may be listening and I don't want to start no shit. So, uh, I, but, um, I want to, um, thank everybody for tuning in and, um, God, good night and God bless. Thanks for listening. Bye.